0: Welcome to Universal After Dark, a universal podcast that's not the same as all the others. Right, now I know what you're thinking. We listen to Universal After Dark because it means we don't have to listen to Nick ramble on, interrupt everyone and just be crap. Um, Unfortunately, for those people that don't like me, here I am. And this, this unfortunately for you, dear listener, is another edition of Universal After Dark. Uh, We are joined by, I would say, the A-team nowadays of uh, Mr. Ripley. Hello. Mr. Washington. Hello. And so the best for last, Miss White. Hi. How do you feel, by the way, uh, Miss White? You've been taken out of Caludo. Have you heard about this? <laughs> uh, that is me. Are you offended? You didn't even know. Oh, how I'm double
1: offended now. I
0: can't believe we broke it on this podcast that Amanda has been taken out of Cluedo. <laughs> I
1: think I'm just going to go and cry.
0: Honestly. Yes. Good news, though. I, I don't think he was murdered.
1: Oh, that's all right, then. I
0: think, I think they just replaced you with a younger model. But Ah, there we go. even I mean, uh, younger than I am. <laughs> okay, fair enough, yes. must be the same age. I
2: think Craig was also removed because um, his nickname at weekends is Colonel Mustard.
0: <laughs> it's not his Professor Plum. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is no Craig this week and Mr D is also uh, indisposed. So it is just us. Um, and actually, before we start the show, um, because one of the things that, um, although although I, I was happy um, to, for this to be kind of like a, a side project we did every now and again, um, it was actually the first show that um, I made a jingle for. And uh, we also got some yes. new music, which was the Jurassic Park uh, theme. I suppose it's, it's the main theme of Jurassic Park. I think that's what it's known as, isn't it? Yeah. That song. Um, and it's it's obviously a, a rock version of of that song. Um, and, uh, and we haven't really shouted out who it was. So uh, the guy is called uh, Eric Calderon. Um, I believe that's right, if not shoot me but not literally um and he he's got a youtube channel that's how i found him um I, i think i randomly typed in um it was either universal rock or jurassic park rock i can't remember what it was at the time and this guy just does uh rock guitar covers um of of all different types of songs normally songs from films um and tv shows but uh, he's awesome, and it's, and his videos are just him. So you ju- you see him playing, and I mean he's an amazing guitarist, absolutely. And um, I, I kindly went to him cup in hand and, and asked if we could use his Jurassic Park work um, to be the opener for this podcast, and he said yes. So um, he's let's do it for gratis in 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 way of just us promoting him. So thank you for that. Um, and yeah, if you want to go and check him out on YouTube, um, he's done loads of songs. He, he's done a really good Jaws one. Um and let it go if you like Frozen. That's more Disney. But uh yeah, you know, he's he's probably done it and it, I think he actually does requests as well. So if you actually contact him, I think his website's the guitar man. Um I'll double check that actually. And um and yeah, you can you can re- request stuff for him to do. So uh yeah, nice guy and thank you, Eric, for for giving us the music. Um now there's been a, a few things that have happened since uh we've last come together to talk about Universal. So should we lead off with the hotel news? Yes. Is that good? Okay. So, Amanda, over to you.
1: So, Sapphire Balls finally opened last Thursday, and it looks awesome. It looks absolutely incredible. I don't know if you guys have seen the YouTube videos. I've been going around like the room tours and the resort tours, but it looks absolutely incredible. And I am not nervous at all about staying there anymore. Because it was getting a little bit like, oh my God, it's not finished. Where am I going to stay? But honestly, it looks fabulous.
0: I've got to be honest, I've not watched any videos because I don't want to spoil the ride for myself. Oh no, bro, that's,
1: <laughs> that's,
0: that's everything else. <laughs> cool. So you're looking forward to going there now?
1: Oh, so much. It, honestly, I think it's like strong competition for the Hard Rock now. Wow, unreal! The pool has got a zero entry that goes through the middle of it, so it's like you're walking on water, like across the middle of the pool,
0: like Jesus.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much.
0: Other other um, religious items <laughs> are available, of course. <laughs> that's that's not your bag.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but they've got some new technology on the doors as well, so rather than handles. No, not handled. <laughs> oh, okay. Rather than inserting your key card into it, you just touch your key card to an RFID scanner.
0: You know, so glad I'm so glad Craig was on here. Because there was a slight pause between rather than insert your card into the door
1: <laughs>
0: and you know, if Craig was here, you can only imagine. So it's gone it's gone um magic band. Yep,
1: pretty much pretty much. So that's going to be a lot easier for people to get into the rooms. And I'm assuming that maybe sometime in the future, you'll be able to get a magic band type of thing.
0: Well, there's a question I've got about that, actually. Now you've mentioned RFID. Does anybody know what the technology is in the wands? No.
1: I think it's the same. Yeah, I think, I think it's the same.
0: Why Why would you have a magic band then when you can have a magic wand?
1: Well, yeah, like opening your door with a wand would be pretty cool.
0: It would be pretty cool. It would be the coolest thing in the world.
1: <laughs> yeah, it'd be awesome.
0: Well, there's Universal. So you can have that one for free. <laughs> now, remember when you heard that, you didn't hear that from Malaby. You heard it from us. <laughs> yes. Um, so has anyone else seen any videos of, of Sapphire Falls? I've not seen any of the videos,
3: but I was having a look at some of the menus earlier for the restaurants.
0: Oh. <laughs> that, that is a great move to do.
3: Yeah. That, and it, it is very Caribbean themed. They've gone full on proper Caribbean stuff. Not like the Caribbean beach resort that sells <laughs> you burgers, but they're selling things like curried goat. Wow. No oh, way. You? Yeah.
2: Wow. You sure it's not goat curry?
0: No.
2: It's curried goat.
0: Yeah. Okay. Is this a tomato tomato situation? I'm confused. <laughs> oh, no,
2: it, uh, it's a long story, but some people call it curry goat, some people call
0: it goat curry, and there's always this big argument about what it should be called. Uh, that's like the bagel-bigel argument. argument. Mm. And I don't care. If there's not an eye in it, it's not, a, it's not a bagel, is it?
1: Who says bagel?
0: Well, that that's the question, Amanda, isn't it? That really right there. It's <laughs> not it. even a real word. People, people that I've got a problem with. Quite clearly, so like, this, this will be the first in a while we'll get a load of abuse for. Well, that's fine. We've got we've got a new uh, email address that you can you can abuse us with. So we'll, we'll give that out to you later on. Yeah,
3: we've not had an email in it yet, so
0: <laughs> well, we, well, now we will as soon as this is published. Um, that's good though because you know I think there's nothing worse than going to like a, a themed place like that and, and not having authentic food. Because I mean, I, I get I get the You have to be quite careful in not alienating people too much. I mean, you know, whatever way you like to have your goat, um, you know, some people might, you know, be turned off by that because, you know, you have people that like, oh, no, I'll only eat chicken, for example. Um, Goat's quite a bold choice. It's not a bold choice if if you're into Caribbean food it's it's you know like it's it's the caribbean equivalent of of chicken really um but one would argue but um it's good that they've they've kept they've kept it authentic
3: yeah
0: amanda i have a very important question
1: um okay
2: how many pokemon go stops does it have
1: (laughs) i wouldn't know because i'm not playing it
2: oh man this is important journalism stuff we're doing here. It is. It is. Pokemon is that Go what your next book
3: is going to be, Chris?
2: It is. But A guide to where to find your closest Pokemon Go stop and not get done into the back of a van.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I saw, you know what? I saw a news article about, um, you know, because obviously people have been very stupid with Pokemon Go, and um, a kid that, in America who had uh, crossed a very busy road not looking, uh, because there was there was a Pokemon at the other side of the road. And, um, you know, the, of course, the problem is not with uh, Idiot Boy, according to the parents. Um, it is completely down to, uh, to Pokemon and the makers of Pokemon uh, oh, Go wow. for doing it, um, and how irresponsible it is. And, uh, you know, this kid was probably about 16, 17. You know, we're not talking like a five-year-old or something. Not that I think kids that age should be playing it but um yeah just 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 complete madness in it absolutely madness that you know it's it's you know it's obviously a game's fault well i i I
2: crossed the road from my house to sainsbury's i got a small sainsbury's opposite my house it's literally 15 paces this was earlier local and i saw yeah a sainsbury's local and i saw three different people all playing the same pokemon game because there's a pokemon stop at sainsbury's so I mean, what, this is how sad is getting
0: now how 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 do how do we know or, or what's made them decide where pokemon
2: stops are oh i don't know i thought you was gonna ask how do i know there's a pokemon stop in Sainsbury's because i bloody downloaded it
0: ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got one not a pokemon <laughs> a user lovely <laughs> so you maybe you can talk about the phenomena then that is pokemon go because i haven't got a scooby-doo well the the first
2: um, rule of Pokemon go is to accept you have a problem
0: <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> no i don't I don't have a clue I don't understand it i mean I know, I know it makes me sound incredibly old I'm only in my early thirties, but I haven't got a bloody clue what I'm doing
0: it's i mean i i the what I think is quite funny right is I've got a lot of friends, so I just turned thirty three as as some other people I've done as well and um I've got a lot of friends my age or slightly older that are obsessed with Pokemon Go or if they're not obsessed they're, they've been playing it a lot, you know, you call it what you want now these are people that I remember when Pokemon came out, like the original Pokemon, were like, oh what's this kids crap <laughs> right? and now like, Pokemon Go ah! what I want to consume you like <laughs> what? I don't get it I don't get why you were too young for it like, unless they were complete closet cases, because I mean, I think that is that is part of the thing. My brother, who's a few years younger than me, uh, loved Pokemon. Um, in fact, that was the first time I'd ever seen an emulator on a, on a computer, was he had a Game Boy emulator so he could play the different Pokemon games. And, um, and he was into it, and I, I got it, but i didn't have my own game boy so i wasn't you know i, I wasn't gonna buy one for one game so i never really kind of got into the whole hype i thought the cartoon was all right i had no problem at I, I watched the cartoons so i know the characters and stuff but um yeah but I, I you know it's the fact that these people that slag these or slag it off are now the ones that obsessed by it it's uh, mm. it, it's uh, it's bizarre but it's, it's funny how it's completely taken over the world i mean the the like the 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 way that people were going crazy because they had to like create american iTunes accounts cuz they couldn't wait for yeah. the UK release like oh, 4, four days. days later yeah 4 days yeah <sighs> oh, crazy. crazy i
2: can see also on i think it was Orlando United one of those websites that they've actually done a guide to where all the places are that you can stop at Universal and Disney
0: to find the pokemon stops now this this is a thing. I know we've gone off from talking about Sapphire Falls, and maybe we'll come back to it. Maybe we'll just spend the rest of the time talking Pokemon Go. No, we won't. But I was talking about this um, the other day with my wife because she also hasn't downloaded it. Um, she she just assumed because I'm I'm an idiot that I would have done by now, but she was mistaken wrong on on this occasion. Um, and I and I said like the 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 worry that I've got is that. We already have in the parks this issue of, of people walking around with iPads, or we had people walking around with with selfie sticks and mm. not really appreciating the parks for what they are. And now you've got people like spending their you know their days there finding Pokemon. And I think it's a real shame that there's not there's not certain places you can't do it because to me it must be a distraction, not just. For the like, I mean, the thing is, if people want to play that one in a Disney part, you know, I suppose it's their choice, but you know, people pay really good money for these holidays, and you're gonna have people running about chasing after Pikachus mm. and, and Jigglypuffs.
1: Uh, I've seen a few parents complaining on some like Florida groups about their kids that they spent all that money to take them over, and they are literally just interested in playing Pokemon,
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean the thing is, if that was if that was my kids, I'd take their phones off them. Yeah. As as my kids are three and one and a half, that's quite <laughs> easy for me to do. Uh, also known as taking candy from a baby. But um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll just take their phones off them. What are they going to do? Oh, sorry, sorry. Have we, have we got breaking news? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> just in. I Christian's wasn't, got playing, a I wasn't
2: playing I wasn't playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> I got a ratata in the room. That's what I was looking at.
0: Oh, I had one of those in my kitchen once. What am we going to do? Um, <laughs> that's, that's a joke that about 12 people will get. Um, oh, good, actually, because <laughs> that means everyone listens to this podcast will get their joke. Can, um, can I tell you a very funny story quickly about iPads? You can indeed. You know those big
2: professional ones that came out? The iPad Pro. Yeah, about a week after, we was in Universal Hollywood, and you know the trams aren't, particularly very good i mean there's not a massive window to look out of mm. i was sat next to a, a girl who had an ipad professional and was trying to film the damn bloody tour all the way around
1: wow. so
2: every time i look to my right to look out to look at i don't know jaws or murder she wrote it was a damn poxy ipad in the way
1: <laughs> wow oh, it does
0: my in. The yeah. thing is, as well, like I think we've all been guilty of doing stuff like this. I certainly have, of like filming a parade or <laughs> uh filming fireworks or something like that. Now, if I'm at Disneyland Paris, for example, I'll probably go, go and watch Dreams two or three times while I'm there, depending on how many days I'm there. Um, but I'll see it you know a few nights that I'm there normally. Now, I normally decide to film one performance mm-hmm. and then like the other performances I'll, I'll, I'll watch as a spectator. Um but I I am quite conscious of of making sure I don't hold my camera up in someone's face. Mm. You know I know people like to lift. You know iPads are the worst one. iPads are the worst for that because you because it's such a because you can see it so clearly uh, through the screen exactly what you're filming. People kind of angle it and have it up high and you know and all that. It's really frustrating. But I do try and be conscious with it. But um, it, it's a shame that it's such a common thing now. Mm. Um. And I do think there should be a limit to the size that you can, you, you should be able to use.
1: Well, why do you need to bring an iPad into the park? That's
0: well, I, think. I agree. But the thing is, people literally think their iPads are their all-in-one devices. So it's not just to keep the kids entertained. It's also to take their pictures on, to take their videos on. Now, you know, most people know that although the pictures you can take on an on a Apple device are, are are okay they're not going to be as good as you can get on a camera
1: no exactly but
0: if you don't want to carry a camera around with you as well i'll just carry an ipad it's flat you know slips in my bag whatever um but I'm with you i mean i i, I i'm not i'm not a fan of uh tablets in parks at all to be honest no. i think i think they should be uh a tablet free zone but phones and tablets are getting more and more Similar sizes now, so it's hard to say what should be allowed and what shouldn't be allowed, and that's the problem with technology. Now, curried goat, Go, goat curry, <laughs> yeah, goat curry, <laughs> yeah. So, what about jerk?
3: Yeah, uh, uh, I don't was mean on Craig. there as
0: well. Are we you talking about Craig again? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 not Craig this time, okay. okay. It's but it's about, I mean, you know, it's good to point out, obviously. Yeah. yeah, no names mentioned, <laughs> <laughs> so so that there's jerk on the menu. Yeah, yeah. There's got to be surely, you know. And um, I know this sounds like a bit of an odd one, but what about live music?
1: They have a band in the lobby that plays little steel drums and a guitar, and they just play Caribbean music.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah.
1: Everything about it, I just I love it. It just all looks so cool. Honestly, it... watch some videos.
0: Is it the bar Harmon? No unfortunately not that's a shame I wonder what they're doing in the, in the <laughs> I wonder if they found those dogs
1: <laughs> oh my
0: god they could, they could that's what they could do couldn't it? you know the Baha, Baha Men can make a similar comeback to Pokemon and they can release an app like Baha Men Go and catch the, catch the dogs catch dogs wow hey Baha Men license to bring money you won't hear that on the UOP do you
2: know what Do you know why I hate that song
0: is <laughs> how paid... many how many minutes have you got?
2: Well, I, I occasionally go dog racing, and okay. they play that damn song before every single race. No and you
0: just way! Really? Yeah. Because yeah. I'm not. I've gone to dogs because um, where I used to live was still, supposed relatively nearby is uh, Romford Romford uh, dog track, and uh, I've been there a few times, but uh, I don't think I've ever heard that song. Surprisingly, Mm, yeah, you know, I mean, really, they should be playing, especially because of where it is, Rabbit by Chaz and Dave. Well, before every every race,
2: they used to play classical music.
0: (laughs) Well, yes, it's such such a a decadent evening,
2: yeah, and then now they play that. I mean, from one extreme to the other.
0: Wow, was this some bloke in a a suit walking around with a big plate of Ferro Roches? (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Same for dessert, being an Etta, right? <laughs> Wowzers. So, th- the bottom line is that without without going there, but from the footage that you've seen thus far, they've knocked it out of the park.
1: 100%. And I've also got a little tip for anyone that wants to stay there and hasn't booked yet. Ooh. So, I booked a King Lagoon view room back in January when they first when they'd first released the rooms. And I emailed Sapphire Falls the day that they opened and asked whether I'd be able to see the theme park from that room. And no, I can't, but they said if I wanted a theme park view, what I'd need to do is book a standard room with a standard view in building two. So if you want a theme park view, don't go for like a fancy lagoon view, go for a standard view, standard room, building two.
0: If you want wow. a theme, if you want a theme park view, go in standard two. Pretty oh, much, yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit like it's a little bit like that OJ Simpson rap. <laughs> if the glove don't fit, you must acquit. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't, we've been talking enough about the uh, the People versus OJ Simpson, did we? On this? No, we need to podcast. talk more about that. Oh, we should do. We should do. Actually, don't. <laughs> no, I've I've driven the wife uh, crazy because uh, we watched that because she loves John Travolta so. Uh we had to watch it for that, and then obviously we got more obsessed with um, Ross from Friends saying juice all the time. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's that's a bloody drinking game you don't want to play, let me tell you. Jesus.
3: Maybe we need to do an episode that's just a drinking game watching people versus OJ.
0: <laughs> juice <Just> down it. <laughs> you can imagine it <laughs> descending to chaos. Um I've got um I've got BT Sport and ESPN and um they do these documentaries called 30 for 30 um, and they've done a five-part OJ Simpson documentary. They started working on it. I think it's taken about two or three years and um, so it was before they announced the the, uh, the comedy drama known as the people vs OJ Simpson. But um, it covers his career as a sports star, obviously that's where the, the interest first uh, begins, um, you know, up to the, the, the trial and everything and also post- trial and what happened afterwards it's about um I think it's about five hours long in total, like f- like five different episodes. Um, meant to be like brilliant so I've got that to be called, cool, so I'm going to borrow with that one when uh, we'll have a marathon session now I think it's good. I like did it
2: you ma- mention that <laughs> film that he was in with Enrico Palazzo <laughs> Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo <laughs> was
0: that was that Fuzzy Free the third? or was that <laughs> two uh, number one. Was it really? Yeah. Oh, man, I haven't watched those in quite. I think actually the last I watched the Naked Gun trilogy was when uh, Leslie Nielsen died. I had a bit of a marathon session. I watched Police Squad and then the, the Naked Gun films. I miss him. Yeah. He
3: to die on a regular occasion though. <laughs> Every <laughs> year it seems <laughs> to pop up that he's dead again.
0: <laughs> and you know what? It's nothing I like more on Facebook than when some celebrities died. and you're like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they died three years ago. And you check the date of the story that they've just published and you're like, Yeah, they did die three years ago. What are you publishing that for? It it did
2: come up on my feed, funny, you should say, about four days ago, four or five days ago, that Michael Jackson had died.
0: I'm like, hang on a minute. (laughs) Hang on. (laughs) Surely you know that one. (laughs) (laughs) But we're not laughing at Michael Jackson's death, by the way. That was sad. But just the fact that these things have a habit of uh, of reappearing. Saying that, though, I mean, you know, post-Naked Gun... His career was a bit wishy-washy, wasn't it? Really, It
2: was, yeah.
0: Yeah, bit patchy. bit patchy, that. Dracula, dead and loving it. Mm. Um, Spy Hard. At least that had uh, a Weirdo Jankovic song at the beginning of it, so that that gave it a bonus point. Um, What else was there that he did? Remember Dracula? The Gary Movie,
2: was he in those? He was in three. Yeah,
0: he was in Scary Movie 3. Maybe maybe the ones after that, but once the Wayne stopped making them, he was in them. Um else i missed a magoo of course oh, which I, was, a, was a disney movie was it of course yeah wow yeah that's right yeah it was a disney movie yeah but yeah not really the heights of airplane or uh, the naked gun or police god shame so i know he's my man crush but do you reckon ty burrell could be the next Lesley? i was still thinking you saw about leslie Nielsen. um <laughs> he's got he's got that vibe hasn't
2: he i mean he just yeah. needs
0: the white hair doesn't he yeah, well, actually, yeah, I think facially, like, you can see his resemblance, definitely. Um, it was quite funny, because, um, I didn't know until, like, much later in life that Leslie Nielsen was a serious actor.
2: Yeah, he was in one of the first, um, big Hollywood sci-fis, wasn't he? Uh, Forbidden Planet, mm. of course. Is that
0: like us being a
3: serious podcast? Uh,
0: no. No, we've it never, never been a serious <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and please stop calling us Shirley. Um... <laughs> 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 just, just, just all that in. Um, but uh, yeah, so I mean, and, and Ty Burrell's pretty much the same because mm. until Modern Family, he hadn't really been um, known for comedy, had he really? Well, um,
2: I, I just watched
0: Muppets Most Wanted, and uh, and uh, so you you agree he's still not that no, Jake. But he's he's over <laughs> brilliant in that film. You, you know what? I because I, I, I don't think I, I I ever talked about this completely. And if I did, it was, it was too far ago a now for people to remember. But um, I, I've got I've, I've I have not been able to bring myself to watch The Muppets Most Wanted again because I loved the, the first Muppets film so much and everything was points. There was nothing that was giving me indication that it wasn't going to be as good as the first one. I thought the cameos seemed better. Uh, you had the same songwriter involved. You had Ty Burrell um you, you had everything going for it, but it just feel, feels a bit flat and i don't know i can 't work out why i can 't work out why it didn't feel as good as the first one because i mean i i, I mean I like Jason Siegel mm. and I like Amy adams but they i you know i didn't think they you know the Muppets are the stars as far yeah. as i 'm concerned everything else is a prop that 's how I, I view any kind of Muppet film. Any kind of actor that's with The Muppets is a prop. The Muppets are the stars. And and so I I, I don't know what it was, but it just didn't feel a, as good as the first one. I mean, I, I suppose the songs, I don't think I was I as strong as the first film. I like, I like the opening one. I like all yeah. The opening rubbish. yeah, the sequel one, yeah. yeah. But yeah, the, I, none of the, I mean, none of the songs stood out for me. Like the first time I watched The Muppets, a lot of those songs stuck in my head. But I didn't get that with Muppets Most Wanted, and I've got it, and I will have to revisit it at, at some point. But yeah, I remember Ty Burrell being funny, and I remember there was a few things that made me laugh. But I just remember like feeling afterwards it was a bit of a missed opportunity, and I feel sorry as well for the director because um, that was his his big debut. Oh, was it? Uh, for for film, yeah, because he um, it's I think it's off the top of my head, I'm sure it's James Bobin is his name. Yeah. And um, he did Flight of the Concorde. he did some of the Flight of the Concords. And and so that's, uh, I think that's how he kind of got the gig a little bit, was that he was uh, kind of introduced by um, Brett. Um, it was Brett that did the music, wasn't it, out of Flight of the Concords? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that was kind of his, his big break. And um, I think I mentioned before, I went to the Apple Talk where it was it was James Bobin and, and Ty Burrell talking about the Muppets just before it came out. And uh, you know you could like the way he was talking about the Muppets was like this. This was this meant as as much to him as it did to a Muppets fan. He was a Muppets fan, you know. So he he put his heart and soul into it, and so I felt bad when it didn't do very well. Um, And then he went on to direct Alice Through the Looking Glass.
3: According to IMDb, directed the first Muppets as well. Oh, did he?
0: Yeah. I for some reason I thought it was um, Nick Stoller. No. But he must have he must have wrote that.
3: Yeah. I think Nick
0: Stoller wrote it with Jason Siegel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well I, well that feels quite so bad now. I don't know. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> he's really, down, really he's well
3: down to direct uh, Men in Black twenty three.
0: Ooh.
2: The crossover thing. That's actually happening then. Yeah, oh, yeah
0: yeah yeah, no, it's been announced. Yeah, it's definitely happening. Definitely happening. That's gonna be an odd one, isn't it? I really like those twenty one movies or the twenty two Jump Street films. They really make me laugh. In a time when a lot of Hollywood comedies leave me a bit flat, mm. um, I, I think they're really good. I'm not a massive fan of Men in Black. The first one was good, ish.
2: You'll, you'll have the Malabies on the phone. You talk like that, I'll tell no, I tell you. Nah, won't Yeah,
0: I'll, well, that'd be
3: what'll I'll happen next, to won't it? The rider get up, upgraded.
2: Oh, don't, don't! I can, I can feel him stirring. they <laughs> <laughs>
0: are gonna get an email. Are the servants in the force? <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, it's about time. Let's be honest, because I mean, Men in Black is now what 16 years old 17 years old it's about
2: time they demolished it and put secret life of pets on there then
0: i i'd rather than put <laughs> jaws back to be honest build jaws there instead yeah but well, uh, swamp was my... thing was there originally wasn't it oh was that what a swamp thing set was yeah hmm they used to film that one on the sound stage as well didn't they because it's where they film tna now Yes. Think there's, a, there's a plaque. If you get, if you get to the sound stage there's a plaque that tells you what used to be filmed there.
2: So I've been watching Adam the Woo. The
0: Woo! Oh, oh, you friend. guys. You guys
2: yeah, you guys recommended.
0: And he actually leave it, yeah, leave he tried me to out of this. Oh, really? Well, what's left of it? <laughs> what's left of it, yeah. Because I don't know how much of it is left.
2: Well, I was telling Logan, because he used to work in there for Nickelodeon, mm. and he reckons that most of it's all been stripped out now. Yes,
0: yeah. I think they've even dug up the time capsule.
2: Yeah, that's moved to Hollywood. Has he really? Well, they moved it to that Nickelodeon hotel that was yeah. on the uh, I four, mm. and then they uh, had a falling out, so they've debranded. So there's no Nickelodeon at that hotel now. Mm. Um, but they have built a new studio in Hollywood because they was renting the old studio they had there, uh, um, and they've put it in the new studio.
0: So. yeah i would- I would love to have seen that i think i'm i'm sure I'm sure the wife went and saw Saint being filmed there. I think she saw a a game show.
2: I remember walking yeah. up on one of the big i don't know if you call it the catwalk or wherever it was and uh, looking down through the glass they had the
0: set for Keenan and cal mm. remember that i that's where I go and do my turns Oh mm. yeah, I do my little turns on the catwalk the um who the loves music. orange soda. <laughs> I put I put a uh, screw in the in the tuner. Um, I there used to be a game show on Nickelodeon called Guts, mm. and Guts had a, I always remember the name of it, and you shouldn't remember the name of it because it's such a, like a weird name. It was called the Agro Crag, and it was like a it was like a big foam mountain. It's the only way to kind of describe it, and you had to get up there the fastest, and it, it was like between I think it was two or three people. It was like a final game. And uh I always remember that. I'd love to see that being filmed. I'd love to be a, a, a like a contestant on it, but uh Hang on a minute. Amanda, oh, you must have been in there.
1: You know what? Ash was in um they used to do a, a show in there where they got all kids involved and they'd get slimed and stuff. Yeah. Ash went and did that. Ooh <laughs> I was like, not one chance of my getting slimed, Ash will do it. <laughs> <laughs> so she went on that and she thought it was really fun. She was quite a tomboy when we were little. So she didn't mind doing stuff like that, but I was like, oh no, can't get slimed.
0: Slime Time Live.
1: But that was pretty fun to watch. I'm sure that I've got that on video as well, so I'll try and find it.
0: Yeah. YouTube it. That's
2: what we yes. want content. Did she get like complimentary Nickelodeon t shirts and stuff afterwards, or?
1: I don't remember. She didn't get like full on slimed. She just—they had like these little bowls that they had to pass to each other, like over their heads, and like just in a line. And I think one person from each team got like full slimed, and I don't think she did.
0: There's uh, it's quite it's quite sad actually because as far as I know, when they decided to get rid of the Nickelodeon Studios in Orlando, Florida, that um. The uh, the slime industry actually uh, collapsed.
2: Yeah, and and w- w- when I was a kid, I went to Crinkly Bottom. You, you know, went there a... as well. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, 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 they did that there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so you you know now that's shut. Who's who's got the slime? It's all gone, isn't it? It's got the slime. It's amazing. Yeah, it's a Crinkly Bottom. What a crap load of uh... stuff <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was. God, it was terrible, wasn't it? Oh man. I actually, I was talking on national radio, uh, sorry, um, somebody I know called Bruce was talking on a national radio station about Crinkly Bottom theme park recently, on a phone-in about No Edmonds, and uh, yeah, actually there's some, if you uh, forget Adam the Woo, you can can actually see videos of what's left of Crinkly Bottom on YouTube.
2: Isn't like Farthing Wood still there or something?
0: Um, Or Blobby's house? Mr. Blobby's house is still there. But it's, it's had a few parties had a few house parties, <laughs> to pardon the pun. Needles and, and condoms left it, everywhere. It was, it's, it's pretty tarnished, yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't want to live there anymore. It's quite, quite
3: amazing.
2: Actually. Should we just explain to what everyone crinkly bottom is? God, no. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: Look it up. Do yeah. yeah, the
0: bloody work. Not a work. It's about a big fat spotty man. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way of describing it. <laughs> oh my God, this show's been a bit random, isn't it? This, see, this is what happens right you've been running universal after dark i've gone go ahead guys you're you're good go and run universal after dark it will be a much better show you bring me into it and look what happens chaos <laughs> that's it this show will be cancelled next week this is a popular on demand um what else has been happening other than uh other than nickelodeon shenanigans um we've had we've had a ride opening haven't we been a, it's been a busy time in Orlando recently Because obviously not long ago We were talking about the new Frozen rider at Epcot Yeah. That was, that, was that was a segue then mm-hmm. no one to pace past the So now we're going to talk about Kong 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 of Skull Is it called Kong of Skull Island? Or is it just uh, called Skull Island? I
2: don't know
0: what the actual official name is It's Skull Island Reign of, oh, Reign of Kong Very good, very good not anything to do yet with the, the Hollywood film that's coming out next year. No. Which makes no sense whatsoever. It was meant to be, but
2: that got delayed.
1: So, now uh, it's not.
2: Yeah, well, something to do with, I don't know, funding. No, it was to do with the production company. Didn't they move from
0: Universal to Warner or something? Oh, yeah, it's legendary pictures, isn't it? And the, the deal's fallen for it. a lot of weird stuff going on at the moment with studios. Because obviously BFG just got released by Disney. Yeah. Which is DreamWorks. A DreamWorks film. That's weird. Film. But, so that, that's what was happening. Then there's a film coming out in, uh, I think September, October of this year, called uh, The Girl on a Train. Which is based on a famous book, apparently. I mean, it's not that famous. I've not read it, and I've read your book, Chris, so you know. Hey! Um, <laughs> and, I need I need the first version. I've got to read a new one. But, um it's, that was a film that was uh, going to be released by Touchstone, would you believe? I mean, only films get released under Touchstone anymore? It's rare, isn't it? I
1: yeah. can't remember the
0: last time Touchstone released a film. Um, but it was going to be a DreamWorks stroke Touchstone Pictures release. Um, but that deal actually finished between Disney and DreamWorks with the BFG, and it's not been renewed, and hence it's now a Universal film. It's going to be the first part. It's going to be the first one in the the DreamWorks Universal relationship.
3: Actually, talking of that, there's a bit of breaking news.
0: Chris, get your phone out. Right. (laughs) We need need the music.
3: Here we go.
2: Dramatic pause. Longer dramatic pause. Bridge of Spies was the last film to be made by Touchstone.
0: What oh, was it? Mm. Which uh, that was DreamWorks as well, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a lot longer than that. Mm. I mean, stop stalling. Where's your music? Music?
2: Oh, the <laughs> the oh yeah, but it takes a while to load up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shall we just go ahead?
2: Yeah, just just go ahead. I have oh, yeah. the news.
3: Yeah. Shrek Five's just been confirmed. Hot diggity dog! Really? Doll. Yep, and it's being written by a guy and David Williams apparently.
0: What? I, on, the front what? door. As in as in mash and peas. <laughs> Yep. That's his, that's his most famous character, obviously, Mash and Peas. Everyone remembers Mash and Peas. One half of Mash and Peas. Obviously, Matt Lucas is the other half of Mash and Peas. Um, wow.
3: Yep, literally in the last 10 minutes or so. What? Well, well
1: I that mean, is
0: hot off the... They have been talking about it for a while, haven't they? And let's be honest, as soon as we knew that Universal were getting their grubby mitts on, on DreamWorks, they want their money back. And what makes money? Well, minions, obviously, but um, not in terms of DreamWorks. So, what can they do? Yeah, Shrek. Hmm. Uh, it's it's definitely a- going to be in the new theme park. They not it. Long time coming. Long time to come in. So, what do you what? So, what do you reckon the third gate's going to be? Yeah, I told you it took a long time to load up, didn't I? Jesus Christ! <laughs> What's the opposite of breaking news? Because it's that. <laughs> Hang on.
2: now what are we doing
1: (laughs) what is going on right now god knows no warcraft
3: has made nearly half a billion well we know that's going to be in the park now don't we
0: yeah what's that game of thrones is going to be the new gate oh yeah is that the breaking news yes yeah that was the other news wasn't it hashtag Kong Dong. <laughs> I don't even know where to go with that oh Kong yeah yeah what's so let's explain to our listeners what this is about hmm Game
2: of Thrones no Kong Dong. are we talking about Professor Plum again
0: <laughs> I thought I thought that was the name of a giant hot dog Oh yes. 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 Is that happening?
3: Yeah, they've been selling it before the ride was even open.
0: Blimey. I mean surely this is gonna last longer than the, the um the poo that they were selling at Animal Kingdom last year. <laughs> which was also inappropriate for that, That's
2: what you do once you've had a Kong Dong.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's that's epic. Yeah, so so Game of Thrones is gonna be the third gate with the side I mean they've decided. <laughs> yeah, you've heard it here first. We're breaking it. Yep. In the you know, this is also the all sort of podcast that told you that Avatar Land was definitely not gonna happen after Star Wars was built. And look, where's where's Avatar Land? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Don't don't tell me it's it's being built as so we speak, because it's not open. That's that's the point. It's not open. So there you go. I was right. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Well, Shrek, yeah. Well I suppose Mike Myers needs um a new gold toilet or something.
3: Yeah, have you se- have you seen yeah. him recently though?
0: Yeah, Christ. No, What's he what's he look like? Is Looks he... like yeah. Mr. Majuka. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> He's aged really badly.
0: Really?
2: Yeah, he ain't <laughs> yeah. doing no more Austin Powers, that's for sure. <laughs> well, I to
1: Google this now. Yeah,
0: I know. I know the last thing he did film-wise was a film called Supermouch. Supermouch.
1: Oh has
3: uh, oh, wow. got to be better than the Love Guru.
0: Well, it was a documentary, so there was no chance of it not being worse than The uh, the Love Guru. He was
3: That's in a Steven Spielberg movie, wasn't he? Was he? Wasn't he in that war film?
0: It's not... What, you mean in Glorious Bastards?
3: <laughs> no, not, not that. It was it was George Lucas and Steven Spielberg. Uh,
0: Red re- Yeah,
3: I think he was in that.
0: Uh, um <laughs> It's, uh... Oh, I see what you mean. He's, you know what? He's not. It's not that he's aged. It's just he's got a bit tubby and he's got white hair. which just stopped dyeing his hair and started yeah. eating gong dongs. That's right. <laughs> that's right. I thought there was a picture of him there with uh, with John Lasseter. but that's really insulting to John Leseter. It's definitely not. You know what? There's a picture of him here with with uh, black rimmed glasses. He's got touch of the Steve Martin about him. Yeah. Mm. Yes. But he wasn't in Glorious Bastards. Let's not forget that. No. Actually, funny enough, after saying that, there is a picture of them, of uh, that someone's put together of Mike Myers and Steve Martin. <laughs> yeah, resemblance is, is quite uncanny. Yes. Oh, well, I suppose it makes sense when I was straight film, because, I mean, has anyone seen, I don't know if they've, they've advertised it, advertised it, you know, up north, past the M25, but um, there's a thing in London now called the Shrek experience. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've it advertised. And I've got to be honest, like, I was kind of thinking to myself, because the last, the last Shrek film was 2010, I think. Yeah. I think Shrek Forever After came out then, which I've still never watched because I didn't forgive him for the third one. Um, but, um, yeah, so... They open up an attraction to a, you know, at the very least a five-year-old film where there's been no other things about Shrek afterwards, and you have to think like how much life has it got left in it in terms of like it being relevant. So it's perfect, isn't it, to make a new uh, a new Shrek film?
2: Well, the, the thing is, uh, the, one of the people we interviewed for the Halloween Horror Nights book, he he now works at Nickelodeon in Florida. They still got an office in Orlando, can you believe? And his job is literally to go around the world and try and do deals where they can use the Nickelodeon brand for whatever, you know, hotels or drinks or food or toys or whatever, just going around trying to license it everywhere. So I assume DreamWorks must have some big licensing department are just trying to flog a dead horse until someone buys it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's very weird, isn't it, that you know, a film that's that old Is being put into this, you know, quite expensive new installation over by the Millennium Wheel.
0: True. Oh, because they're opening one in Orlando, aren't they as well? I think. Are they? Or Or maybe not. I think
1: that in the original plans for iDrive three hundred and sixty, they'd said that there was going to be something like that there, but then it just didn't happen.
3: Mm. Well, Universal surely wouldn't let them, would they?
1: I guess. Um, And I don't know.
3: It's within throwing distance. I. Doubt it very much. Maybe mm. Universal had had plans to take Shrek out at the time.
1: Maybe.
0: Maybe. That, that would, you know what? That would work so if you think about it because, I mean, a lot of the iDrive stuff, the iDrive 360s, um, has got Merlin's involvement, hasn't it? Who is running yeah. the Shrek experience. So, That's... can you imagine if they did a deal with him and they said, right, you can pay us this much money and we'll give you the Shrek 4D film. You can now have that. And then that gives them a whole ride, doesn't it? For them to do something new with.
1: Exactly. I mean, I don't know if it was some like, official plan, so that's what they were going to do. I don't know whether people were just like talking about it, but I definitely heard it.
2: Well, if you've been reading hhnunofficial.com, you'll know that uh, half of the Shrek theatre in the studios is going to be shut from next week um, to build one of the Halloween Horror Nights houses.
1: Ooh.
2: So they're already... You know, last year was the first year, but they're already shutting off sections of that to do other things, so it can't be that popular.
1: No. Oh, you know what I think it is that makes that queue, like, seem big a lot of the time? The pre-show is just long. Yeah. It's just really long.
2: Oh, I've got some uh, Universal-related news. Well, Halloween Horror Nights-related news.
0: Oh, here we go. Halloween oh, stuff.
2: We haven't spoke about it on Scare Zone or any other podcast, so... Exclusive.
0: This is exclusive. Quick, did a breaking news jingle, and in about five minutes time you can tell it. <laughs> yeah, I'll load the
2: iPhone up now. <laughs> um, yeah, Behind Men in Black, they're building something for Halloween Horror Nights. Um, okay. But it's something they've never done before, and nobody knows quite what. It looks a bit like a wedding marquee, but it's got this weird kind of... Um, like maze, literally like a maze, made out of timber, built on the back of it. Hmm. Sort of zigzags, backwards and forwards. And no one knows what it could be. Nobody knows. There's nothing on the plans. Nobody can get hold of the permits. So nobody has a Scooby-Doo. Hmm. Who's also rumoured to be in the new Universal Park. What? Huh? <laughs>
0: That that was that obviously was an impression of Scooby Doo. That was an impression of uh, the intro to Home Improvement starring Tim Allen,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Tim the tall Man Taylor.
2: That's right. So Amanda, come on, you must know what is it? What are they building there?
1: Um, a house called Amanda's house.
2: Oh, see, with your makeup, I reckon you could stand in for Chance when she's you know. In oh,
1: I'd love it. Oh, guys, wait till you see what what I'm doing for my next video. Is it just going
0: to die? Well, well, I hope not. Literally, I have one. Or... Literally, <laughs>
1: Welcome in to the absolutely. outside,
0: me and Mandarin, no one else.
2: <laughs> Making snuff films. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no. Are you going to dress up as Bloody Mary or Lady Luck? Or... No. The uh,
1: storyteller? No. Brian Bradley? Brad no. it going to have to just wait to see. My mum. Who is the bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Who is the makeup of Jack on your feed? That is my brother.
2: Oh,
1: yeah, Ash mm-hmm. just uses us all to put makeup on.
2: I tell you what, if all three of you were made up, looking like Halloween or Night's characters, I tell you, you three would win any Halloween costume contest going.
1: I think we should do it.
2: Seriously. You I think we should it. just
1: turn up at Halloween Horror Nights this year dressed no, up. Just no, no no no, like no, it. no, 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 no. You
2: know we're doing the Halloween Horror Nights meet. We should do a Mickey's Not So Scary meet. Yeah, Mickey's Not So Scary, do it there. Because <laughs> last year I went, as you know, went as Beetlejuice, but it turned out Logan, he went last year as Beetlejuice as well.
1: Oh, I went as Esmeralda, and then kids thought I was Snow White. <laughs> <laughs> and but I was you, not happy.
0: Could you imagine, right, so you went last year as Beetlejuice? Yeah. And Logan went last year as Beetlejuice. Yep. If just one more person went as Beetlejuice, what would have happened? All <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell would have broken <laughs> Yeah. With the castle turned like white and black stripes? <laughs> would have rode the, the sandworm <laughs> so the out. <laughs> little, little known fact. Well, I think it's little known. I could be completely wrong. But um, you actually see um, Jack Skellington in Beetlejuice. Oh. In the, uh, the miniature I can't remember where now because I've not, I've not watched it in, a, in a, about six, seven years. But, um, yeah, you only see for, like, a, a brief bit. But, um, you know, like the, the little model, village, uh, model model town they've got where they're showing what they're going to be building there.
1: Mm. Um,
0: and you see them there.
1: I have never, ever seen that in Beetlejuice. And I watch Beetlejuice, like, all the time.
0: If you, I'm sure, to be honest, you don't even have to watch Beetlejuice. You just have to Google it. And someone would to take a screen grab of it. <laughs> Save I'm, you some time. I'm
1: Google it right now?
0: <laughs> but yeah. We should. We should all go as Beetlejuice characters, and
2: then do. We should do like a one of those um, flash dances and do <laughs> in, the line, <laughs> in the line.
1: Okay, <laughs> I you. You know. Oh my god, I would love that.
0: I would love to go as a Shrunken Head Man. <laughs> I don't know how you do that as a costume, but I'd love to do that.
1: I should be able to figure that out. I am. Um, I, I. I. Do you remember,
0: like, so? Because we're all of a kind of similar age. Well, we're all of a kind of similar age, but somebody happens to be a bit younger than the rest of them. <laughs> don't
1: forget and it. You,
0: well, don't worry, you don't let us forget it. Um, <laughs> but do you remember, like, it, it, uh, when you go and look at toys now, right? Now, I, I I mean, I probably would have done this if I didn't have kids because I'm a bit of a weirdo and I do still... I don't play with toys, but I do still like buying toys. And, um, like, going into, like, a Toys R Us or an equivalent and, um, like, seeing toys... For, for different properties. Now, nearly every film when I, you know, from when I was was born to like, I put it about six, seven years ago, every major Hollywood film had a toy line. It And I remember like in the late 80s and the early 90s, we had like toy lines for Beetlejuice.
2: Yeah, There was I a cartoon,
0: one. there was a cartoon for Beetlejuice. Yeah. But the figures yeah. were from the film.
2: I they had, had the black the and white striped
0: one. Okay, so you had the... Um, because his head f- came off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because a, a few of them did. Because I had one, I had Beetlejuice in a purple tux.
2: Oh, the wedding suit. Yeah, That's right. I remember and that his one.
0: Head, and his head span. That was his, the feature was the head span round. But if you pulled the head off, it was when he had his little shrunken head <laughs> underneath it. But, I mean, I know they had, um, they had Adam's figure. I think yes. his head slid down his arm or something.
2: The rich kid up
0: the road, he had the Beetlejuice car. I had, I didn't have the car, but I had, and again, this is how macabre this all was. I had the Beetlejuice Crypt. Ooh. Right? And I feel was, like I
1: need all these toys. Oh, yeah.
0: I know. You could probably buy them cheap on eBay, actually. It I mean, wouldn't surprise me. Is this me. the
2: one where you pull it out and you can make him vanish?
0: Yep. Oh, oh, what it was! You you put him in, and it worked best with your one. So I only had the per- I only had the wedding suit, so it didn't work with my one. Yeah. What would happen is, is you you put him in, close it, pull it back, and it would be he would disappear. The figure would disappear, but you'd have a little Beetlejuice that was like about two inches high, oh, what? and it was the white and black suit version of Beetlejuice. So if you oh. had the right figure, it actually looked like you shrunk the figure. It was very Love clever. Love that. Yeah. Um, I had as well. Uh, Bill and Ted action figures. What? Yeah. Didn't now, know they made them. Well, most people don't, right? And this this is brilliant, right? So I I remember reading a magazine. Oh, God, this has gone so off-tangent, I don't care. This is the fun, is fun <laughs> stuff now. So <laughs> I remember um, my dad used to buy a magazine when I was a kid. And I think it was called, like, Model Collectors or something. And um, they used to have adverts in there for, for like, Mad Order places because before the internet so you had to buy things you have to send money in the post and stuff people send stuff to you and there was this place that used to deal with american imports just american imports and they had um listed bill Head wild stallions gift set and i think it was about 35 quid and we're talking about 91 now i think 92 so it's a fair chunk of change when you're like a 10 year old and Like, I I had no idea what they were. And I had no way of finding out because there wasn't an internet to look it up. So I knew they existed, but I I knew nothing about them. And I really wanted them, but my dad would not give me the money. Now, that's not the reason we don't talk anymore, by the way. Um, Roll up. No, no, no. I wish it was. I wish it was only that. Roll up about, it must have been 1999, maybe 2000. And I'm at a toy fair in Birmingham. Um, not not the toy fairs you get at the beginning of the year where they show you all the toys that are coming out one where you could you could go and buy toys you just had people set it with stalls and stuff um, selling toys and I was looking at a store um, I think some resting figures or something and then on the back wall there were these two Bill & action figures it was the wild sailing gift set and I think it was like about 30 quid and I was like I'll just take it <laughs> I, knew, I had no idea what it was I could see the figures that's all I could see and I bought them and, that, again, based on the film, really mainly on the first film rather than the second film, but there were some characters in the second film they did figures of as well. They did a Grim Reaper figure as well in the series. But it had the most interesting action gimmick I've ever seen. And, it, and at the same time, as though, as though it's the most impressive, it's also the most dated, right? So, Bill and Ted came with guitars. And if you squeeze their legs together their arms moved like they were playing the guitar right right so you put the you put the guitar in in you know like in the like the left hand so it's resting in the left hand and it squeeze the legs and the right arm would kind of go up and down in a strumming motion right these figures came with leads these leads would plug into your walkman you have got a cassette you put the cassette in the walkman you press play you hear nothing right As soon as you squeeze one of their legs, you hear their instrument. What? Yeah.
1: How does that work?
0: I've got no idea. Magic.
1: Absolutely (laughs) magic. magic.
0: Now, the tape had a couple of tracks, and it told you what instruments were were, um, on those tracks. So it wouldn't work with, like, everything. So the the first track on a cassette, it was uh, two guitars. So you could squeeze both the legs, and you'd hear both of them play guitar example right and then you had uh Billy the Kid you had Abraham Lincoln um I think they did the the maidens as well I might have been making it up I'm sure I saw it on a package at the box but sometimes these things I didn't actually make them but they definitely made more than just Bill and Ted because about five years ago I went into a shop in London and they had Abraham Lincoln for a tenner in the packaging so I bought it yeah and I think he played the drums or something, but I never opened it, so I don't know. And, um, yeah, it's it just, again, another random toy line. But, of course, I mean, the thing is, like, it, it's it's dated. It's such a good gimmick. And, you know, you never think of doing something now, and you couldn't do something like that now, because no one has either played a bloody cassette. <laughs> Which, of course, did not stop me buying the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack on cassette when they released that. You, you can't listen it. to it, but you do buy it. Well, I, I, you know, we'll just have to go and buy an old car. <laughs> buy an old car or, <laughs> yeah. or buy a brand new transit van. Or buy a new transit van, of <laughs> course. But so so there was a head toy line. And I recommend anyone that's interested, go and Google it because the toy line was fantastic. But we also had toy lines for stuff like Aliens. Yes. And do you remember RoboCop? Yes. You know, and, uh, and going back to what you were talking about earlier, right? And I, uh, this I found fascinating, but this might find other people might find boring. But Swamp Thing, right? Yeah. Now Swamp Thing, Swamp Thing was a DC comic, and then it was a live action film, couple of live action films, and then they did the live action TV series, which is what the set was at Universal Studios, wasn't it? Mm. It's based on. It was what they used. I think it was the first production they filmed at Universal Studios in Florida. Um, but they also did a cartoon of Swamp Thing. Mm. Now, I remember this being shown in the early 90s over here on uh, the Children's Channel, right? But they only made six episodes. Wow. But I could have sworn I saw like 20 different episodes. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing what you, you forget when you're a child. Um, But apparently, so they made a toy line for Swamp Thing. A series that lasted six episodes got a toy line. Wow. And apparently, Kenna Invested two and a half million dollars into developing Swamp Thing action figures because they thought it was going to be the next big thing. And the toys
2: were cool. The toys were cool, but well, the the funny thing was, people you know love Marvel now, but during the 80s and 90s, it was like a renaissance for Marvel action figures because they they just used to do everything and anything. And I remember being funny enough at Universal, and I remember I was too young to ride Kong like okay. the old Kong. Mm. My parents were on Kong. We were standing outside with my nan. And literally this massive like Marvel show just happened all around us. Wow. You had like Spider-Man climbing down the facade, and then Captain America showed up, and then there was Wolverine beating someone up. So it was like it, the show just happened like all around you, all at once. Um, I probably fell from safety. I'd never do it again. But I remember that the Ghostbusters show had shut down and where the gift shop is at the moment, or was at the time, before it was demolished or whatever they're doing to it now, um, they moved all the Ghostbuster stuff out and they just filled it with Marvel. And that wow. toy shop, literally, it had every single Marvel action figure that you could possibly buy. I mean, they had everything, everything and, any, and anything. And I remember going in there and actually getting a, a Green Goblin action figure because I could just never find Green Goblin anywhere.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, again, it's 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 funny you say that because I remember the first some of the first action figures I ever I ever remember having. I mean, I think everyone had He Man and Thundercats. Yes, but I had Marvel Secret Wars. Oh, the Marvel Se- Secret Wars. The gimmick with those is that they all came with like um like a disc, like a plastic disc, and you could insert like a cartoon picture in it, and when you move the disc, it animated. Only like very slight animation, like, you know, a yes. couple of frames. But you know, like when you can move like a, an image and, and it slightly moves. And they did those. And um, I remember having a Captain America and I had his, he had a turbo cycle, which was a bike with sidecar. Um, and at the same time they had Marvel Secret Wars, DC come out with Super Friends. And I had a few of those as well. And then, I don't remember there being much in the way of superheroes until Batman, the Batman film come out. And when the Batman film came out, the toy, because, uh, Secret Wars, I think was Kenner. And then Toy Biz picked up the Marvel license. They did the Batman film. And then they had, can can you believe one toy company had both Marvel and DC at the same time? Wow. They're making figures for both, both sets, but eventually I I think they just, DC kind of fell out of favor and they can't concentrate on Marvel. And, um, like you say, like, they did, in the 90s, you could get every Marvel character you could think of and about a hundred different Wolverines.
2: Well, I'm just looking at Secret Wars now. I remember these. I remember these vividly. I mean, I didn't know it was called Secret Wars, but I remember having the Doctor Octopus and uh, the Spider-Man and uh, Doctor Doom. Yeah. It says they're actually going to release the Guardians of the
0: Galaxy Secret Wars 30 years later. (laughs) Really? So it says on here, yeah. Hmm. Say that for a dollar, it won't be a dollar. Probably be about 150 quid now. Cost toys on oh, now. God, I remember knackering that Spider-Man. I had. <laughs> I had, I think my Spider, I'm, I'm sure the, the, the first series of ToyBiz ones that were Marvel, were, just called Marvel Superheroes, and the Spider-Man I had, going back, talk about going around in the circle, was from Forbidden Planet in London. Wow. I only used to have a couple of shops. Now they've got loads of shops. Mm. and um and I bought it the same, I bought some Swamp Thing toys. I remember that much. And it, the Spider Man had suction cups so he could stick to walls. And I think it took me about a week to break his arm. <laughs> it was the first toy I ever broke. And I don't think I I've, I've ever broken a toy since or before. That was the first toy I ever broke. Um released in nineteen eighty four. Secret was, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So I don't think you were a boy in the eighties unless you owned at least one
0: Spider Man. Yeah, and the thing is as well, you didn't even have to be. A, you didn't even have to be into superheroes. Yeah, that was the thing. You just ended up with a super. Someone would buy you a superhero toy. It'd be oh, like and those DC ones movie. as well. Yeah, yeah, with yeah the DC Joker. Super Friends. Yeah, is that the, is that the one with the Joker with the the hammer, the long hammer? Yeah. Mm.
3: Yeah, I had that.
2: How one.
0: many did you have, Paul? Come on.
3: Oh God knows. i just listening to what you're saying. I know I had the Batman film ones. I had the Batmobile.
1: Oh, oh, yeah. Do you remember like,
0: the the Batman film series? What cracked me up the most, if I remember correctly, there were there were three figures. There was Batman that had the yellow belt that you could pull out. Yeah, the idea was that you hooked it around something and he would climb up
2: because the string <laughs> would just go back in.
0: Um, you had the Joker who yes. had a flower that squirted water. Yes, and he had his hat on, and then possibly the greatest action figure of all time, Bob oh. the Joker's goon. Yes, <laughs> yeah. random bad guy. But Bob, <laughs> right, and not only that, right, and they, and the, the strange thing is as well, they reused the figure, because this was another thing they did at the time a lot, they reused the mould for another figure. So they actually reused Bob the Joker's goon for Lex Luthor, right? <laughs> like, it might have been the other way around. The action feature for Bob the Joker's goon and Lex Luthor well, Lex Lief, I think they called it the kryptonite punch. But uh, they just called I think they just called it like um goon punch action or something like that, right? And what it was, Bob's right arm would be the one that punched. And his arm would be down by his chest. And he'd flick the button on his back and his arm would go straight up, right? But you've got to remember his arm is bent at a 90 degree angle. So his punch was essentially him fisting his head. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way I can describe it, and I know it's a lot cruder than it actually is, but literally he punched himself in the head and Lex Luthor did the exact same thing. A it was figure. the stupidest action figure I've ever seen in anything. It's a good job they didn't do a, a Deadpool action figure. He probably would be fisting. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, at that time, when you was buying your Green Goblin figure, there was a Deadpool out it probably was. I like yeah. that that Toy Biz toy line because that that Marvel series last it was all it was all based around X-Men but they you featured everything into it as well and lasted for about 10 years. Well, like, the, 92. The, so I had everything.
2: The funniest toy line, right? And it is hilarious. And I did buy I did buy a few of them was was Star Trek the Next Generation. <sighs> because they all wear similar uniforms, don't they? Yeah. And they all right, some are like mauve and some are like a mustard color whatever, but Literally, all they just used to do with those Star Trek figures, just change the heads on them. Yep. Yep.
0: Yep. I remember <laughs> so every like,
2: man would have the same torto. Every woman would have the same figure.
0: I, and just change the heads on them. I actually had... Um, I remember getting the first ever Star Trek The Next Generation action figures, and they were the size of G.I. Joes, or action force figures. All right. And they came out, at this, I must have been like the first or second se- season of the show, so it was very early on in the run, and when it wasn't very popular, and each figure had a phaser in the hand, but because it was so small, it was glued to the hand, oh. so they were like really crap, really basic action figures. And I remember they're, having a Picard. Yeah. They're
2: worth a fortune now.
0: Probably are. Yeah, I've probably got a load of toys I have no access to because I don't talk to my parents <laughs> that sat in their loft wherever mint that I've got all loose.
2: I just... Uh, wow. You've got yeah. a fortune on eBay there. Uh,
0: yeah, but see, it's not mint on card, is it? It's what everyone wants, mint on cards. Mm. Mint on card. I, I reckon it's still worth a small fortune. I went into... I, I got told off last year for going... I walked past a charity shop, and it was a kid going for a bag of toys and uh, going, oh, what's all this crap, Dad? And he walked away from it, and when I looked inside, it was loads of old Ghostbuster toys. No. Like, like I had the them original Ghostbuster toys. And um and, and with proton packs and everything. And I said, oh, how much is that? And the late said, oh, you can have that bag of like two quid. And I was like, oh, God, I can give you more than that. Surely. He's like, no, no, two quid's fine. And then they had Ecto-1. No. Yeah. So I said, like, so how much can I? Because I, I, I had that. I had Ecto-1 and I had the figures and I had the, the firehouse. Yes, I've still the got I've still got the With loft. We've With we've slime. slime.
1: <laughs> oh, we bring it
0: all back. <laughs> oh, we like Club like seven.
1: Just bring it all back to
0: you. And um, yeah, five quid got me an Ecto one and a load of monsters and Ghostbuster figures. It was brilliant. She wouldn't let me keep them. I've still got them. She just doesn't know where they are. So there's, a, there's a tip, kids and, uh, and adults, if you wanna if you wanna keep your toys when your, your your family or your wife or your boyfriend or whoever doesn't want you to have them anymore, just hide them when they don't know where they are. Then they can't complain about them anymore. The
2: Good thing is, the, there was a lot of slime back in our day, wasn't there? Yeah,
0: yeah, and there's probably a reason why we don't have it anymore. It's probably really toxic.
2: Is this why everyone's got food intolerances and <laughs> yeah. gets run over by cars
0: playing Pokemon Go? It's because we were exposed <laughs> to slime at the young age. Well, yeah, but you can't afford to buy toys anymore. Really? Well, I mean, I remember going into like the, the toy shop and going, oh, like, can I have a new He-Man figure? Yeah, how much is that? £3.50. Brilliant. Or getting like Star Wars figures when they were trying to get rid of them for like a pound. I mean, Jesus, if I kept all those ones that I bought for a pound in their packaging, I would be worth a fortune now. <laughs> and um, it's a bloody play with them. It's not what you do with toys. i found out since. Um, but now, if, if I want to go and buy... Um, we, we've been buying... Um, Disney princess toys for for my daughter, mm-hmm. and um, they're like they look a little bit like Weebles, they're that kind of size. They're, they're not Weebles; they don't wobble when they don't fall down. But um, they're that kind of uh, cute uh, version of Disney characters. And we were looking at a set in Toys R Us the other day that was Belle and uh, I don't know, Mrs. Potts and Lumiere and Cogsworth. I think were the other other three characters, and that was twelve ninety nine. Wow. For four little toys. Wrestling figures, when I used to buy wrestling figures, they used to cost me £3.50, £4. Now, the cheapest ones are a tenner for the basic ones. For the decent, deluxe ones, you're looking at 20 quid. Crikey. Yeah. That's inflation for you. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's why the marble figures have gone from the big ones we used to have when we were kids to the really small ones now. Yeah. Because they're so much cheaper to make. I've got, I've got all the Guardians of the Galaxy toys for my son for when he's a bit older. And, um, I think I paid three pounds for a two pack. Like when they started clearing them out, but before mm. it was like seven, eight quid for two, two little figures. I remember That's when business. I was about four or five years
2: old and we had a day out down at Dimchurch. Yeah, remember.
0: Yeah. Dimchurch. Yeah. I'm going to next Church.
2: week. Yeah. Do loop de loop over Dimchurch Like, like Delboy did. Um, <laughs> and, um, I remember being only very young, and we walked into this shop. It was like a bric-a-brac sort of sold everything and anything, like you know shovels and spades and buckets and stuff, you know, all this sort of random beach stuff. And I remember there being a mint on card Darth Vader from the nineteen seventies for two quid. Oh my God! Uh, and I remember buying it for two quid, ripping it open, and playing with it for the rest of the holiday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if only I had not ripped that card. I remember buying under similar circumstances. I remember buying a Yoda, for like oh. one pound fifty, and oh. doing the same thing. Mint on card. Ripped, <sighs> as soon as I got out of the shop, ripped it open to that it When I got home, still got it. Still got it complete somewhere. But do uh, you reckon the they're worth now? I was reading a thing the other day. I think uh, some of the more rarer ones. If you've got a, if you've got one of the ten in the existence Boba Fetts that fires a missile, it's worth about fifteen grand. Jesus. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, some of the early Star Wars figures are worth uh, early thousands. Wow. Yeah, yeah, depending on condition. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway,
2: were we were talking about keys at Sapphire Falls. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you have been listening to Toys After Dark. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> um, was there anything else? Uh, we talked about we talked about Kong briefly because everyone talks about Kong. Um and Sapphire Four Falls but and and obviously Shrek now, which has been announced. But was there anything else that was we needed to get off our universal chest? Is um it's Hulk open?
1: No, not yet. I've heard that it could open next week. What hang on, what sorry, what was that? Or like? um maybe at like the end of this week. It was what open? The Hulk. <laughs>
0: You know what I heard? Because you went it's Hulk Hogan, I heard Hulk Hogan. I was like Hulk Hogan? What's he gotta do with it? <laughs> well it's basically this
2: ride you get on, you get a load of like
0: slurs about Jewish people. And then you get and then you get a hundred million dollars in damages. So. You do, yeah. yeah. It's amazing. I've, I've gotta be honest, I've um I'm really impressed with the new look cars.
1: It looks awesome.
0: And also the statue outside. Yes. It doesn't scream... We've talked before on, on various podcasts that we do about um, the fact that the Hulk... Um, well, the whole Marvel thing, like how long was it going to last? Were they going to try and pull it out because of the Disney thing and all, and all this kind of stuff? But putting that much effort into the Hulk, that surely means they're looking to keep it for a good while.
2: Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: But definitely. do we not think with that in mind they really should look at the rest of the 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 land
3: i heard rumors today that doom's going
1: oh what
0: that's good that's fine i'm I'm com- completely happy with that it's no rubbish i mean they can also get rid of storm while they're at it but what would they replace it with they can't replace it gone into the galaxy <laughs> it's well been down the road <laughs> al- allegedly
3: the thing is, they've they've got no other rides other than Spider Man and and Hulk. The, none of the rides are themed to any of the big names, are they?
0: Well, we just said Storm, Storm's Accelerator, whatever it's called. Storm is like everyone's thirteenth favorite X X-Men.
1: <laughs> <sighs> oh, X right, I, totally.
2: I, I doubt Universal uh, Disney would allow Universal to um, put a new ride in refurb maybe but
0: well they can't stop them putting a new ride in it's what they theme it to so I'm sure there's nothing to stop them doing you know I mean I don't know I mean obviously that ride doesn't take up much much space much land does it it's a very small ride Mm. really in in terms of footprint
1: wait which one Storm or Doctor Doom
0: Doctor Doom Um, because obviously it's a vertical ride so it doesn't take up much space now I don't know what's behind Doom I don't know if they've got room to actually expand that area at all.
2: Isn't it a staff car park or something behind it?
0: Oh, yeah, well then... it's,
1: like no- it's like nothingness. Nothingness. Yeah.
0: So yeah. Technically, as long as they own the land, which I'm sure they must own that part of the land, there's nothing to stop them building back and creating something new. Now, just for argument's sake, if they want, they won't do because there's no point in creating one. But if they wanted to create a- another outside coaster if they've already got the rights to use Doom, I'm sure there's nothing to stop them using that. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, to be honest, from what I understand, the, the Marvel contract was a right doozy. So they can pretty much do what they want for as forever however long they want. Well, The thing is, I would imagine that Disney must sign off on it, like approve it. So they could, in theory, just kick it into the long grass, couldn't they? I don't know if they have to. That's the thing. Because the thing is, any co- like with any kind of takeover or anything, any existing contracts must be honoured. And Marvel was so desperate at the time for the money, they just said to Universal, knock yourselves out, kids! And, and oh. have given them kind of carte blanche to do whatever the hell they want. So I don't think Disney would necessarily have to. I mean, they might do. You could be right. Um you know, it could, you know, the contract might state that, you know, existing properties at the time, you know, they've been agreed upon, whatever it is. but um,
2: What about if um, Universal was to say, right, well let us refurb Hulk, let us put a new ride in where Doom is, and in return, you can put Guardians in Epcot. Mm. Because Guardians is a grey area.
0: And you would need to define that (sighs) contract. I I mean, that's, I don't, is it a grey area? Because I don't know if it gave them full use of the entire Marvel universe. It didn't. Or, so it's only certain things. Well, the the, the the definition is it's
2: characters from a select list of properties. The properties are X Men, Spider Man, Avengers, blah blah blah. It's but the where big it, ones, yeah. Yeah. So where it comes into where it gets interesting is Guardians is not part of Avengers. No. I mean, stop me if I'm wrong at the moment, Paul, but it will possibly be in the future with the guys. Yeah, franchise.
3: but I don't think they're classed as core Avengers members. So it's the ones that you would count, like Iron Man, Captain America, Hulk, uh, that yeah. are the core Avengers members, rather than ones that come, come in and out. The
2: periphery ones.
0: Yeah, because yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't consider Spider-Man to be an Avenger, even though he's been an Avenger. No. Well, he's got his own bracket on the contract, Spider-Man. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I mean, I, I don't think they have to worry about that at all. Now, I th- where it becomes interesting is I th- is how that contract is worded, because the whole gimmick and the reason why they've been able to do stuff with Thor and Captain America at Disneyland is that they were allowed to use the Marvel license uh, east of the of the river. Mm. Or oh, I think that's the direction it was in. Um, so and hence Hollywood never had the Marvel stuff, never had the Marvel attractions. That's right. For argument's sake. And Disneyland can have those meet and greets. So I don't know if the contract, although it may not affect the characters, Disney still may not actually be able to use the license on characters they do own because it's a Marvel ride.
2: They yeah. did did tempt fate A bit when they put Star-Lord into an event at MGM, didn't they?
3: Yeah, they put Star-Lord and Gamora into... Was it a DVC event?
2: It was uh, Villains um, Unleashed or Tonight or whatever it's called. Um, Muppets Tonight. Yeah, but it was just a one-off event, but they did have them there. But they didn't call them Star-Lord and Gamora. They just said characters from a recent film. (laughs)
3: What I heard was that then they're gonna ha- if they do put a ride in it, it will just be Guardians of the Galaxy. They can't say Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy.
2: Well, that's the same with Run Disney, isn't it? They 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 can't yeah. say because because Mar- Marvel that Marvel contract includes theme parks across the United States for using the word Marvel, mm. whereas the characters are only as you said east of the Mississippi. That's why it's not Marvel's Avengers. Run Disney, blah blah blah.
3: Originally, it was. Was it? Yeah, and they've changed it this year. It's now the superhero half marathon. Wow. Oh,
2: it's pity, isn't it?
3: Same mm. as they're, they're not allowed to use uh, Tony Stark at Run Disney. Really? Yeah, because of the Iron Man trademark.
2: Mm.
0: Oh. Oh, of course. The Iron Man. Yeah. Oh. See, this is why Like, I think Disney struck out a lot with Guardians of the Galaxy being as big a hit as it was. Mm. because it was the first time they had a really successful film they could actually potentially do something with. Because before that, it was Avengers, it was Captain America, it was Thor, it was Iron Man, to a lesser degree the Hulk. It was all these films they couldn't actually develop something for afterwards, which is why they're trying to get the, the Iron Man experience in Hong Kong.
2: People were going mad in Disneyland over putting Guardians in Tower of Terror. And their Tower of Terror is rubbish compared to our one in
3: Florida. (laughs) Yeah. And that seems like that's been confirmed this week.
1: How
0: would
1: that that work? Well, the
0: rumour, as Adele would sing if she was here, but she's not, (laughs) um, is that it would be based around The Collector. Now you watch, you know, let's be honest, right? You watch Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, Chris Pratt's funny, Batista's funny, surprisingly. Rocket and Groot are great. Gamora's fine. Let's focus our efforts on The Collector.
3: That really is to be coming back though.
0: Yeah, oh no, like I, I, I've heard that as well. I've heard that as well. But you know, one of the least interesting bits of that film But I think what they would be theming it around, you know, the thing is, a a lot of ideas sound crap on paper, don't they? But it's what it's, you know, you don't understand the vision they've got behind them. So I'm sure it would would still be a good concept. But the idea, as I understand it, is that you would be travelling in the lift the different floors of the collector's museum. Hmm. So you'd be seeing all of these things that he's got hold of. As Uh, long as Howard ducks in that, then Howard the Duck. (laughs) Well, well, this is it though, Kenny. You know, is he tied up with the Universal deal?
3: Mm, Nah, it's interesting. Well, the first film was made by Disney, wasn't
0: it? So, if I was Universal, I'd have asked for how that to be taken out of that (laughs) contract.
3: bearing in mind, all they had
0: at the the time was that film. Um, I don't think. I don't think it was. I know, I know George Lucas had a helping hand in it, but I don't think it was Touchstone. Maybe it was. It's very weird if you haven't seen it. Either way. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I mean, how the duck is supposed to be uh, back in Guardians 2, from what I've heard. So that would that would make sense. But um, yeah. some um, Ellen's Energy Adventure is the rumoured
2: location in Epcot, isn't
1: it? I feel like it's a different room every single week.
2: Well, this is the one that they said there was some... Um, uh, those balloons that they put up to show how tall things are.
3: Yeah, they were doing that earlier this week.
2: Yeah, right behind
3: it supposedly.
2: Hmm. But it's got a great. It's got. I mean, I've ne- I've never done Ellen's Energy Adventure. Supposedly the animatronic's so old. It was when she was heterosexual.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it probably <laughs> was actually. <laughs> probably was. You know. I don't remember the animatronic. I do remember falling asleep during it. Because it's bloody long. Come on, Amanda. You must have been in there.
1: Not for a long time. There's dinosaurs in it, isn't there?
0: Well, as we said, the Ellen, the <laughs> Ellen the <laughs> animatronic is pretty old. Stop
1: being horrible about Ellen.
0: Uh, no, no, no. We're not being horrible about Ellen. We're being horrible about Ellen's animatronic. There's a big difference. One is real. The other one's old. The thing is, Ellen in America now, she is like like the
2: unofficial president, isn't she? She's like I so... Everybody, even people over here, you know, really, really love Ellen.
1: Yeah. If she was running for president, I'd tell people to vote for her.
0: It'd be no, no uh, worse than who we've got running for president at the moment, <laughs> let's yeah. be honest. Um, it's quite funny, actually, isn't it? Because there was a time, well, after she came out, and she was one of the first major kind of, she had a big show at the time, didn't she? I mm-hmm. uh, can't remember what it was called, but she had a big show at the time. And uh, it, was, it was called Ellen. Oh, wait, that was just a joke. Um, and, uh, you know, after she came out, and it was obviously a big story when she came out, um, like her, her show got cancelled uh, not long afterwards because it kind of got boycotted by Christian groups and, um, you know, this thing for being a bit immoral. And she disappeared for quite a while. Mm. And then she started, you know, obviously did things here and there, but she'd gone from having like a, a major sitcom to kind of nothing. And then... Um, I, I suppose it was around about the time of Finding Dory, she kind of got her footing back again. I think that might be when her talk show first started, around that time. And like you say, she's now like a national treasure. And, you know, she always comes across well. And so I'm glad that she's done all right for herself. You mm. know. Glad it's worked out for her. And now, of course, she's the star of the biggest uh, animated film in American history. I can't believe that. It's not even open here yet.
2: It's unbelievable, isn't it?
0: I don't know, Finding Nemo is one of those films that still holds up and is still popular with kids. And kind of like, Sh- if you think about the Shrek thing, you know, they has been a Finding Nemo attraction ever since the film came out to Finding Nemo attraction in Disney World. And so I think it's always been kind of kept relevant. So, but apparently the film's good, so we'll see. We'll see when it comes out.
2: I get I get a lot of um, going back to what you were just saying. I get a lot of things in my feed about the um, U.S. presidential election. People ask me to comment, and I never comment. But every time people talk about it on my feed, it does remind me of that South Park episode.
0: You know the one I mean? No, what well, the one? No, no, because I'm just all I can think about at the moment is the one with the Family Guy when they write Family Guy episodes with manatees. No, the, the <laughs> one where they have to vote for class president is between a giant douche or a turd sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do love South Park. <laughs> um right. Is there is there anything more universal that we want to talk about before we, we wrap up?
1: No. Um I think so. But well, I guess well, what well, we're gonna do today we'll do next time. <laughs>
0: Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I just remember what that is. <laughs> yeah, I have,
1: yeah.
0: This is a so, A man is so, polite. is so polite. Yes, it, it had
1: nothing to do with toys.
0: Well, <laughs> see, that's that's what we like about this show. You listen to our rivals. They set their cards out on the table. We're going to talk about this and that's that. <laughs> Look at us. We but, let it flow. People tonight. You know what, if there's one thing that people will take away from this episode, it was a fact Bill and Ted action figures existed and no one knew about them. I'll tell you what, there's going to be a run on eBay now, thanks to you. Uh,
3: yeah, we, uh, we need to get to the next Toy Fair quick.
0: Uh, Alright, everyone's homework on this podcast this week is to watch Mission Impossible 1 and uh, Oceans 11 through to 13. You can skip 1 to 9. Uh, and 10's not very good either it's just 11, 12 and 13 and um, what we're going to do is figure out how we can break into my parents' loft to steal my toys so we can sell them for profit
1: Okay, deal
0: Good good game, good game everyone Um, Well thank you for listening to I don't even know what this show is about anymore Um, I've been Nick I probably probably won't be asked back to do this again It's been a blast, (laughs) so thank you um if you want to contact us mr washington how can they now contact us yep you can contact us at our new email address which is disafterdark at gmail.com now it is disafterdark at gmail.com but this is universal after dark please use the same address there's no need to complicate things just the one address will do uh if you want to have a go at, uh, at me for Saying bagels rather than bagels and how that annoys me. If you want to pick up uh, Mister Ripley's curried goat or goat curry argument, what about if... bugles? What about them? The
2: crisps. They've like just come back, haven't they? Yeah. You,
0: you, this is so weird. So it, I, I want to know if you're filming me, Chris, because so far tonight you've talked about Dimchurch, the place that I should be going <laughs> on. I should be going on holiday next week to. <laughs> But I might not be. So don't try Burg on me. Um, and also, I came back tonight from uh, a American-owned supermarket. With some That sounds like Asda. <laughs> you, you mean it is Asda? <laughs> it might be, or it might sound something similar to it. Um, <laughs> actually, about my local Asda, where I live... Is a Walgreen? Uh, sorry, is a Walmart Supercentre. Oh. It still, it still has aster as the main signage, but the little sign next to it says Walmart supercenter. Does it have a McDonald's inside, and you can buy guns in the fishing does. bit? It doesn't. Well, you can buy guns in the fishing bit. But it does have a rollover hot dog stand as you go out where they cook you fresh hot dogs. Well, they have a kong dong there. As fresh as they can be. They do not sell kong dongs, unfortunately. They're far too small to be considered to be a kong dong. Um, But I did buy some bugles.
2: I think the problem is, Nick, is you're two weeks older than me. So we're basically two (laughs) people in the same pod. That's the problem. We both grew up
0: with the same crap. I bought, well, yeah, we proved that with Secret Wall Toys. I bought some barbecue flavour bugles. No, I do like you. I think they're bugles. I know some people think they're buckles. Oh, but... do
2: people really say that?
0: Well, really, they killed the video style. So that's all I know. And I don't... Personally, I don't see how crisps can kill anyone that's associated <laughs> with videos. So, therefore, to me, they must be uh, bugles. But, who knows? Let us know. You can email us and tell us. Um, also, do you know what I, I didn't find in my... In the smaller Asda, which isn't the Walmart Supercenter, but um, they have now released apparently mint flavor Oreos into this country.
3: Mm, yeah,
0: Crikey. Now, has anyone tried mint flavor Oreos before? No.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Aren't they the best Oreo flavor?
1: No, peanut butter. <clears throat> mm, no. Peanut butter are amazing. Oh no, wait. There's ones. There's gold ones that you can get now. What? Oh my God, they're amazing.
0: What do they taste of? Because I just thought they taste of like biscuit.
1: They taste like kind of like custard, creamy kind of, but like more vanillary
0: They're nice. Because I'll be controversial, and I don't mind getting abused for this. I'm I'm not a fan of Oreos. Oh wow! Like, 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 no, let me let me re restate been... that comment. I don't like plain original Oreos. I find them boring.
2: Well, unless they're double stuffed.
0: Double stuffed are better. Chocolate cream are nice. And peanut butter ones are nice. Although, the peanut butter ones we get here are not as good as the peanut butter ones we get in America. But, the mint ones taste like Viscounts. Yeah. That's the really bizarre thing about them. They shouldn't do, <laughs> but they do. And Another thing lovely, that shows lovely. we're
3: in our early 30s. Why? Talking about viscounts,
0: as if they don't <laughs> exist anymore. Yeah, basically, but they do. <laughs> Ten to sixty p. Knock yourselves out. Don't talk to me about those orange ones; they're crap. But mint viscounts, all the way. Next week's universe, last dark. We will be discussing Vianetta. and Ferrero Rocher. Ferrero Roches. We kind of touched on that a bit earlier on, um, uh, and all types of ice lolly. <laughs> of mice, um, we will also be discussing the um, the 1995 Playmates lineup of uh, Skeleton Warriors, Ooh. Uh, as well as the uh, the Street Fighter GI Joes that came out that year as well. So all that to come See, on uh, on this show.
2: If you say to anyone that Playmates used to make all the action figures, people kind of get the wrong impression. <laughs> <laughs> it's and, like Hugh Hefner's there making all the action figures. And
0: ironically enough, I had a Jenna Jameson action figure <laughs> that you could strip.
2: Oh, uh, not the one that was anatomic, anatomically correct. That'd be the one. Oh, Nick.
0: And on boy. that bombshell. You dirty boy. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was, seeing pictures of that with the I was, it. It was I was Look, I was, two things. One, I was 18. And secondly, <laughs> I bought it from Tower Records on a mail order deal when I was buying Conor Reeves' debut album because it was the only place in the world in 2003 that still sold it.
2: But that that's one way to do sex ed in this country.
0: It, well, I don't think Connor Reeves ever thought he was going to be discussed in the same sentence as a Jenna Jameson action figure It was autonomously correct. <laughs> On that bombshell, <laughs> thank you for joining us. I don't know who has actually lasted to the end of this episode. So, uh, Or so if everybody's still listening. That's it. I mean I I I think that have tuned out quite early and that's that's fine. We've enjoyed ourselves. And uh we will see you uh early next week for a Disaster Dark episode. And uh this podcast, with or without me, depending on popular opinion, will be back in two weeks' time. So say goodnight, everyone. Night
1: Goodnight
0: Good night, everyone. See at least one of you did it properly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: The Dark Podcast Network.